0: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Sextras.
1: Where we talk about sex and all the extras.
0: Yes. I'm Honey and I hate the phrase, in an ideal world.
1: (laughs) I'm Maria and I'm a nail biter. (laughs) Shameful. I know. Anyway... (laughs) Welcome to Sex Sextras. Yes, welcome. We're um, so
0: excited. Yes, I'm so excited. And we have been planning and working very hard on this. Yeah, we are always talking about sex with those people who never stop talking about it and their relationships. They so were like, oh, why don't we just make a podcast about it? Seems yeah. like the natural
1: evolution of that. <laughs> what better way to, you know do what we love i feel like we should you know give a little bit of a of a of a disclaimer first of all i mean there's a a few disclaimers that should be said first of all we are not here to claim that we are experts on sex on relationships on anything that we're gonna talk about we're literally just two 20 year old students we're best friends we just like talking about sex we have a lot of stories we have friends with a lot of stories and we were just like yeah we like it'd just be fun to like give people like put these stories out there into the world and get the conversation about sex like way more normalized.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like there are a lot of people talking about sex but they're not necessarily students and they're not necessarily <laughs> our age you know we're just like pioneers. <laughs> no I'm joking but I think yeah it's important to keep the conversation open from a young age. Obviously there are a lot of sex podcasts out there but We want to just normalize it from as young an age as we possibly can, basically.
1: Yeah, I think we want to provide the like fresh, just like young perspective of like, we are going through this right now. We have the stories to deliver right now, like do with them what you will. And like, we'll try to tell you a little bit of like, oh, maybe we I wish we did this or like oh yeah this is what happened and I think this is why it's good or like I don't know just inform you a little bit on whatever we can and most of all just kind of share our own experiences get people to share their own experiences and we can all learn from each other
0: yes definitely you can learn from our many mistakes (laughs) and also the good things we've done
1: Yes, and we want to like all learn together. We're still very young, we, we there's still a lot for us to know, so we also hope to kind of grow and learn from this podcast as well.
0: Definitely. So, yes. in light of it being our first episode, we're going to be talking about first times, specifically, I guess, sex, obviously, that is what <laughs> <laughs> the name implies, but also relationships, other... Any fast, basically.
1: Yes, and we kind of... The idea behind this is sort of to, like, dip our toe, you could say, you know, into the little... All the many topics that we want to talk about in this podcast. And that's kind of... I don't know. I feel like maybe we should break down the whole sex idea a little bit. I, th- I think that a title does refer to the idea that we're going to talk about sex quite a lot, which we are and we do really want to do. But also, like, we there's quite the emphasis on like all those extras like what are those extras like behind those relationships the there's like literally yeah all the like nitty gritty like not like picture perfect stories that are like fed to us in like movies and tv shows it's like all the stuff behind the scenes that no one would ever necessarily want to admit to we're here to tell you those kinds of stories yeah
0: and we have no filter so <laughs>
1: <laughs> indeed so yeah so i think We kind of wanted to, first of all, maybe get some input from a few of our friends, like get a few different stories in there so we don't just end up talking about our own shit all the time. Yes. Um... So, yeah, we, we kind of asked people whether they had any like funny or embarrassing first time stories. Okay, so I will start.
0: We are going to probably have a segment at the start of most of our podcast where we just have a bit of interaction with you guys. So, if you send us your stories, that helps a lot. We very much appreciate it. We're not here to judge, we're just <laughs> here to discuss.
1: So, yes, and that's a big part of it. We want the other people's stories not just our own shit yeah like we
0: we know we're not that interesting obviously having a podcast <laughs> is quite self-indulgent so <laughs> we just gotta <laughs> throw it out there that other people should be involved too yes okay so the first one is my first time was a drunken night with my best friend's brother on the kitchen table he put his dick in my ass for like 10 seconds and I was like okay that's enough it hurts all the air inside me from those 10 seconds meant that when I went to the toilet I let out a series of the largest farts of my life
1: (laughs) 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 that's a good one to start it off with I feel like we should clarify that this is a guy because it doesn't like he put his dick in, in oh, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so like it was like a gay sex experience, but um, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I can't I know, imagine I don't know what either. that would
0: be like, but good for you. I love
1: the best friend's brother angle because it's like I just feel like a lot of people like always have crushes and they're like, brother's best friend or like that kind of yeah, thing that's so true so i just feel like it's quite a win you know i also feel like that's quite
0: <laughs> a common thing in like the gay community like you you sleep with people that you like know. it's not just like mm. strangers whereas straight people i see like, what you mean maybe more i don't know
1: well yeah i don't know i feel like we should get will our resident um homosexual to um <laughs> come in and we yeah. can talk about that one a little of our bit best more. friends <laughs> Yeah I've got this one about a first orgasm actually. So she said I was convinced I'd be one of those women that would never have one and she always thought she knew what it felt like until it actually happened and she was like whoa (laughs) and she was around 18. It happened by like the guy going down on her for like 30 minutes or more and like she finally felt something that could just not be mistaken as anything but an orgasm we love it we love it indeed this is so like common by the way like not being able to come Mm -hmm. and like thinking that you can't come like don't think you're broken like i just feel i
0: wish people talked about this more
1: (laughs) yeah you need like a lot of patience especially if you're with someone else but also just have patience for yourself like because also this girl in her story said that she could never do it herself either Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of girls experience that, and they think like, okay, well, if I can't even like do it myself, there must be something wrong with me. But like, <laughs> not at all. It's so complicated. You need so much patience. You need to like really commit to making it happen. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like
0: it's very mental as well. Like if you have all that pressure mm. in your mind, then it's kind of like, well, how so are true. you gonna? How are you gonna come? You're just not. Mm. Like, for me, definitely, exactly. like that's something that, like, if I'm with someone else, then it just doesn't really happen because I'm just in my head too much, whereas I can do mm. it by myself. Obviously. Mm. I mean, not obviously. And that's
1: so common. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Don't think there's something wrong with you. And for anyone out there that is, like, worried that they can't make their girlfriend come, be patient. Just be like, patient. Just try new things And don't push well. her. Don't yeah and don't be pushing her don't be like oh come on like just a little bit longer like to be down there because it's gonna happen like no if you're pressuring her like that's not it's not gonna happen just be completely like open to anything listen to her mm-hmm. like listen to each other's cues and like just eliminate the pressure throw it out the window somehow like I don't know do yeah, whatever you can coming to, doesn't have to feel be the goal. least amount of pressure like
0: don't mm, exactly. it's not competition just- Let it happen when it happens. There's no, Mm. like, right or wrong way to have sex. I mean, obviously, like, consensual sex, but... (laughs) (laughs) Like, just take your time. Experiment. Mm. That's what being young is all about. Indeed. The next one. uh, I lost my virginity to a boy i'd known for three days in barcelona in a hotel room on a school trip he didn't go to my school he was with his cousin and we never spoke after until we ended up at the same college and living in the same building by the way this girl is from california so it's kind of wild that they met in barcelona and ended up at the same college in california (laughs) (laughs) like that's a wild so (laughs) crazy that's pretty cool though
1: Like, that they found each other again, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it probably wasn't that pleasant of a reunion. I would have been like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, but it's still kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, this is my friend who the first girl that he had sex with, she didn't wanna like he didn't want her to like put it in her vagina, so they just like did anal. Oh and like god. he lost his virginity by like doing anal. Which I think is pretty wild.
0: Oh my god. I just that's really brave. I don't even know why you would be like that is the preferred option. Like
1: Yeah, but, like, I only see it from the girl's point of view of being, like, I'd so much rather lose my virginity, quote, unquote, (laughs) than, like, have someone stick a dick up my ass for the first time, like.
0: (laughs) Why? Like, also, if you haven't even had, like, vaginal sex, like, (laughs) imagine, you wouldn't, I can't imagine her knowing that you have to, like, clean up there and, like, the kind of preparation that has to go into anal, like, oh, that was just. No, not for me, but it's kind of funny. It's funny. (laughs) Someone else said it was horrific. His dick was quite girthy and I was not wet. It felt like sandpaper and I cried, so we stopped. I feel like this is very relatable for a lot of people. Like, it Mm. definitely just hurts for a lot of people the first time.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I don't remember it hurting a lot, but I do remember it hurt. And it's it's kind of crazy because, like, now sometimes when I have sex, like, sometimes it will hurt a little bit, like, at the start kind of thing. It would feel like when I lost my virginity, it's just this, like, pain. Like, it does hurt, but Mm -hmm. it's like you just kind of power through it. You're just kind of like, yeah, Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to have to deal with this and of course I, I like I can imagine that it could be so painful that you just can't power through it like yeah. and you shouldn't like you should not like <laughs> I'm not trying to endorse like, like, like having painful sex. <laughs>
0: I don't remember anyone ever telling me Yeah, like you're supposed to be wet before you have sex.
1: Why is that not? Oh a my thing? god, I didn't
0: know that either. Uh, I have cool. no idea.
1: Yeah and for ages like by the way like this in case this happens to anyone, like for ages, like I just couldn't get wet. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you just can't get wet. and It is not your fault. It's not the guy's fault. It's just like well, sometimes it is the guy's <laughs> fault. But like, <laughs> and if yeah. it is the guy's oh, fault, I can you shouldn't imagine, be sleeping though. with. Him. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine someone with a really girthy dick and you're completely dry and like oh, oh I so really painful. feel for you that being your first experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm nothing against girthy dicks. Just if you're not wet. Yeah. Mm. It would
0: just no no no.
1: Mm. uh this was she was at a party at a house that was gonna be demolished and was having sex on the floor with this guy and her best friend walks in halfway through doggy style (laughs) saying that the police was there
0: oh no doggy style as well like you can't even pretend to hide it like it's just all like on the floor of this like
1: abandoned house the fucking
0: dirt floor (laughs) (laughs) oh at least the police didn't walk in on you having sex to be fair like i'd rather my best friend than the police (laughs) true um i was drunk at my mate's house at a party slash gathering i managed to get a boner but my dick was too big to fit and also just couldn't sustain the boner so just sat there with the condom that had taken ages to put on just there over my flaccid willy i had to put porn on my phone whilst the girl was trying to get my dick hard again <laughs> eventually it worked and we went for it a bit but she was just being quite loud because my willy was so big good for you mate turns out we were right above the parent room and we were banned from the house (laughs) 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 oh just too many things going wrong (laughs) so true if I was that girl who's with like having sex with a guy and he's like hold on I'm just gonna get porn up so I can get hard again I'd literally be like get the fuck off me I love right how, now. no but
1: I love that he has no shame yeah like he's like my dick is so big we can't even have sex like I'm just gonna put on porn like I'm losing my virginity Got I don't even give a house. fuck like, yeah like I would like literally never in a million years dream to ever put up porn on my phone let alone when I'm losing my virginity even though sometimes it would really be good (laughs)
0: like they would literally sit there and like cry over their like (laughs) heart ego and be like can't believe you're doing this to me it's so unfair like (laughs) such a double standard
1: I have another one he said when he was around 14 like on a tennis court an abandoned house on his road and they were like halfway through and some like builder like construction people came in so they had to like stop and kind of like just pull his trousers up and run away <laughs> and then he just like had to have dinner with his family with the condom still on his floppy dick oh
0: my god <laughs> i'm loving the imagination and all of these destinations everyone it's just like it shows how imaginative you have to get when you're young and like you still live in your parents house like in a fucking abandoned house on the dusty dirt floor <laughs> at parties i feel like a lot of
1: them are at a party up your ass so you're still a virgin yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the destination and the place on your body
1: <laughs> oh there's one last one um I was at a party in the hose bedroom with my boyfriend and it was bo- both our first times. It hurt so much that I screamed and then my friend came into the room to tell me there was a good song playing and she just decided to stay with us but he was still inside me. He eventually got her to leave and we finished and he just went downstairs and told everyone.
0: Classic teenage boy thing. Classic men. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward having someone like come and sit beside you I actually think this happened to me
1: I feel like this has like I don't know I feel like we've both like just kind of been in the room when we're both like in the as in like we walk in on each other having sex and we kind of like just say something and then we leave or like we Mm. I don't know I feel like this has happened to both of us with each other Mm. but maybe not
0: yeah I think kind of but maybe not like losing your virginity kind of situation yeah no no no
1: and also it was with girls like I feel like you can hide a lot more I don't know maybe not not hide more but like it's less weird it's it's not like she was like it's not like someone's inside you do you know you don't have to be like
0: on top of them or like fucking them doggy like Yes, indeed.
1: Oh. Um, I love all those submissions. I love the variety, you know.
0: I love just how um, wild they all are. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one just has like a really like calm experience of her
1: their first yes, time. Yeah, just like we lit some candles and like,
0: like uh, waited for the sunset and to set.
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Should we dive maybe into our own firsts? I think we should.
0: So, our first shag. Well, maybe. okay, I think an important thing for us to signpost here and something that we will absolutely be coming back to at probably every single episode is that we are both bi and we have both <laughs> been in a relationship with a girl and a guy each. Uh, we both our, both our first relationships were with a girl, so... We both lost our virginity to girls, and we also lost our straight virginity, if you will, to guys after that. Yeah, let's talk a bit about our first relationship virginity situation. I'll go first. I don't really remember exactly, like, the situation or the scenario. I just remember it was with my ex-girlfriend we were also at a party and basically it was at these people's house that we're friends with and we know my ex was friends with the sister and then we were kind of friends with the brother but they would just have parties at their houses all the time so we had sex in one of their bedrooms I think a similar thing happened that someone walked into the room while we were trying to have sex And yeah I don't know I just kind of I didn't really realize that that was like me losing my virginity like I didn't really think about it like that which I see now seems kind of like obvious that that was like me losing my virginity but I feel like obviously you don't really get any like gay education about like sex Mm. and like what sex is and so it's all more like blurred when you're in a relationship with a girl like it's not someone takes out their dick and like puts it in you and you know (laughs) you're having sex it's more just like a few kind of events add up and then you're kind of like oh i'm not a virgin anymore kind of thing or at least that was what it was like for me like it wasn't some like momentous event where i was like Mm. wow we're having sex, like it was just mm. kind of like playing around, and it also like it was kind of like fingering that kind of thing, and that was like stuff I had already done before. So,
1: yeah, I okay. So one of my th- this is something that annoys me, which could be a bit of a risky thing to admit, but <laughs> I don't really like it when. Well, no, 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 it's not that I don't like it. It's just I don't understand why, like a lot of, uh, queer people like queer women especially get offended when someone asks like how you have sex as in like it obviously depends like time and place the way you ask like mm-hmm. kind of tone everything obviously depends but I think the question in itself I don't think it's very I don't find it offensive at all when people ask because I think it's like completely a fair enough question like
0: yeah
1: I think and no one learns with about
0: it, it. So it's like yeah, yeah no, exactly. Like know? I think it's
1: just out of curiosity. If if it's literally just out of curiosity, you don't understand, and it's yeah. like I just don't get. Well, surely it's better for them to ask than to just assume yeah. something about you, right? Like because just because you sleep with women and you're a woman, like yeah. I don't know. I don't know. To me, it just seems like kind of a fair enough question because yeah. I and I don't even have the fucking answer. Like I think this is quite a thing that is like you shouldn't like. Also, it annoys me when like queer women like say like scissoring isn't a thing or like everyone has to stop saying like this is the thing when it's like you don't know like maybe you don't do it but that doesn't mean other people don't do it like yeah. you don't have any idea what anyone else does yeah, like so true. The thing is, I just don't think that there's any answer to like oh then what is sex for a woman? I think everyone kind of like you just I think you and yourself. Now when you ha- when you've had sex with someone, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think I would count like fingering a girl as having sex with them yeah but like I think I I wouldn't be against anyone thinking that that counts as sex like if that's sex to you that's sex to you fair enough Mm -hmm. but like um in my like losing my virginity story to a girl which another thing another thing that I want to (laughs) say I think as a bi person I think that sleeping with a guy and sleeping with a girl is very different so like
0: yeah a lot of the time I'll agree. say like
1: oh yeah I lost my virginity when I was 16 and then my straight virginity when I was 17 and like mm-hmm. I know gay people that would find that really like offensive because I, in a way it's like saying that like like gay sex in co- in air quotes yeah is like not sex sex but for me it's not like that it's just a different kind of thing like doesn't mean it's not i lost my straight virginity and i lost my gay virginity and they're both completely valid in their own way it's very different they're both different things yeah yes exactly um a girl,
0: it's like obviously we both had the experience where it was like with our girlfriends we like loved them Mm. so much we had more room to like experiment whereas Mm. yeah just losing your virginity to a guy is like isn't it's way more black and white not that it definitely is just that every Mm. street person I feel like it's less questioning and maybe that would be less questioning if we actually fucking learn about gay sex (laughs) and like that
1: that is a thing yeah I don't know and also like for me it's kind of weird because it's like I had definitely done stuff with my girlfriend before I would consider the night that I lost my virginity like I I have this night in my head and I can picture exactly what happened it's not that we did things that we'd never done before because we had basically done everything already like We'd, like, both gone down on each other and, like, fingered each other and, like, all of this stuff. But it was just, like, that night, it was kind of, like, everything came together and, like, it was just kind of a more whole experience. And then I I remember feeling after that night, I was, like, I'm not a virgin anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. I've had sex. And to me, so I just count that as it. But, like, yeah, a lot of people wouldn't count that as it. A lot of people would have said it was before. A lot of people would have said it wasn't until I slept with my with a guy and it's like okay whatever I don't really care what anyone else's opinion (laughs) of what happened to my life like in my life yeah like I know what happened so (laughs) yeah and this is what I'm saying like I think it doesn't really matter like as in you can call whatever experience you've had whatever you want to call them like if you slept with a guy and it it was like you remember as a very horrible experience and then maybe a few years later you slept with another guy and that it was actually a nice experience you can literally just be like okay well I lost my virginity to that guy to the second guy if you don't want to call something sex or if you don't want to say that you lost your virginity to in this way or whatever like who cares it's your life yeah like do what you want
0: no one gets to dictate like what your idea of sex is Mm. so and like that goes with gay people like straight people dictating to gay people it goes for gay people dictating to bi people like (sighs) (laughs) literally anyone you decide you're in control and Mm. yeah just whenever you think that you feel
1: like that Yeah, and then I think maybe we could talk about like the difference between when we slept with girls and when we slept with guys, or like being ready in that sense. Of after I broke up with my girlfriend and I'd already had sex with her, but I'd never had sex with a guy. Like I'd never seen a penis, and it was kind of like losing my virginity all over again. It was Mm -hmm. like completely unknown territory, and like for ages I wasn't ready, even though like in my head I wasn't a virgin anymore. Like Mm. like at least in terms of like in a gay way, but. And the other way, I was like, no, I am kind of still a virgin. Like, I've never had a dick inside me. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of really fucking terrifying. And I think for a while, I really wasn't ready. And I'm glad that I didn't try to, like, chase it or, like, just get rid of it. Because just out of necessity like I just kind of waited until like I actually felt like I was ready and then I feel like that just made it so much better because I feel like even if you don't have a particularly like yeah I was with my boyfriend that I love so much and we put candles out and we like looked at each other and whatever like even if it's not that experience I think as long as you're ready and as long as you do it with someone that you trust it will be good or as good as it can be kind of thing do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean yeah
0: yeah so do you want to tell the story of when you lost your street virginity as it were
1: no yeah it had been a while since me and my ex had broken up and like at this point I'd only slept with girls like I'd kind of like dabbled in a few things with other people but like nothing deep and then (laughs) a friend of mine that like I'd had a crush on for a really long time and that like when I was really young not really young but when I was younger I was like this is the boy I'm gonna lose my virginity to (laughs) we like started talking again and then like just I went to his house and we had sex yeah I don't know it was nice because I we were friends and I trusted him and like he knew I was a virgin and he Mm -hmm. he like I don't know yeah I this is what I mean like I was just ready and I trusted him and it's not like we loved each other or we were even super close or anything it's just I knew that he wouldn't do anything that would hurt me or like make me sad or like I would be uncomfortable with Mm mm-hmm and I knew I was ready. So whatever happened from then, even if it was painful, even if like maybe I didn't like it as much as I thought it would, like I knew I'd be fine because I knew I was safe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to do it. Like, of course, not ever. It's not always going to happen like that for everyone. And I, I know, know, like it happens at parties when you're drunk and all of these things. Like, I know that. But I think just make sure as much as you can that you're ready. Like, don't just do it to get it done. Yeah. Because then you might just have a like a really bad experience and that's not nice <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i think it's important to just set the tone for like your self-respect and what your what you want your like future sex life to be with your first time you know like the most important thing is that you're safe that it's consensual that you feel mm. that it's with someone you trust and yeah you can kind of just go from there really there's no ideal scenario obviously but do what feels right for you i would say um Mm. yeah so I'll tell my story
1: yeah because I was I was just thinking how our stories are so different but like neither of us regret it as in like it's kind of have a good outcome for both of us and I think that's just what I mean like we were both just felt like we were ready yeah and it was time like kind of thing so this is what I mean anyway please do (laughs) do share your story I think
0: I did regret it straight after but This is why I am about to tell you. I had broken up with my ex quite a while before this happened. But before me and my ex had even gotten together, I was kind of, I don't know, I would say we were just like, flirty. We weren't in a relationship or anything. It was just like a thing. You know, Mm. I don't know what you would classify that as. But (laughs) yeah, like we I think we kind of like liked each other for a bit. And then we just never really wait who you and this boy yeah the boy that i had sex with we never really did anything about it and then i started Mm. dating this girl well they had some i don't know what it was just some (laughs) pre-existing tension nothing to do with me they just didn't really like each other basically Mm. throughout our whole relationship she was like if we break up like you can't sleep with him which i'm just gonna say is like in itself not a healthy thing like (laughs) no one should be using what you're gonna do in the future or what you've done in your past like against you you can do whatever the fuck Mm. you want but yeah so she was like you can't sleep with this guy like it would be the worst thing ever like you'll be so disrespectful to me blah blah blah. I fully knew that going into it she would not be okay with it but you know like we have always been flirty and like it just kind of happened we were at a party we were in the garden and we were smoking and then we started like getting off and (laughs) we just went outside and we had sex in (laughs) a garden which I honestly like when I think about it now I don't really like remember fully what happened or like what led on to what I just remember that it happened and I was like oh wow and then he was like oh can you not like tell anyone and I was like yeah I don't really want to tell anyone until I've like told my ex because I feel like I owe that like responsibility but then (laughs) he just told everyone anyway and I was like okay well you fucking told me not to tell anyone um (laughs) but you just went and did it anyway whatever that's just classic teenage boy things and then yeah my before I could tell her my ex found out and she was furious But I feel like that's a whole other story in itself and like how our relationship Mm. ended and like the kind of dynamic between us. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, I hope if he listens to this, he like doesn't regret that that is like how he lost his virginity. I don't know. I feel like it could have obviously happened in a better way and like in a better Mm. scenario. But yeah, I don't like regret it and I don't feel. Like, bad about it, and yeah, we've definitely like something... since then. So, I don't think he
1: like presents <laughs> me for that at all. This is something I wanted, I just wanted to say, like, even though we did just say, like, be ready and like, trust your instinct, whatever. Like, I think at the end of the day, if. The way it happens isn't the way you always dreamed for it to happen, and it's like maybe mm-hmm. a bit of a messy story and whatever. It's really not the end of the world. Yeah. Like you will have a lot of sex in your life, the chances are, and chances are, a lot of that sex will be bad, but a lot of it will be good. So don't mm-hmm. worry if your first experience is just shit.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't like good or bad. It was just like I I barely even remember it and. Mm not because I was so drunk that I don't remember it just it was so it was like a while ago I don't remember what happened and like (laughs) I regretted it because of my ex's reaction and because maybe I didn't handle the whole situation in the best way but I didn't regret the fact that it actually happened and Mm. like I didn't feel unsafe like I knew you know we'd done like a lot of other stuff before so it was kind of like (laughs) I don't know it just seemed like the right thing yeah i i think as you were saying not everything happens as you planned it i definitely didn't plan for that to happen yeah i i feel good about it and i definitely think that like i've had a lot of other sex so it doesn't really matter (laughs) like i don't really care about that time anymore and i don't think anyone
1: involved really does
0: so it's good (laughs) then it's good
1: should we dive into maybe like more first relationship and breakup and yeah yeah my first relationship was with the first girl I slept with i She was my first everything my first kiss my first my first anything the first person I loved so she was kind of key in a lot of my being introduced into this whole world of like sex and relationships, <laughs> so a lot of it was like dictated by the way we worked together and the mm-hmm. way we interacted what kind of um ended up being sort of like a like a recipe for how to act in relationships for me as in like that's what i thought was normal or whatever i don't know because we like i don't know we paved each other's way to how we thought about relationships i guess because we yeah. were each other's first and i think what came with that was especially with the timing <laughs> i think like both of us were going through a lot of stuff and i think Already because we were around 16, 17, and at that age I feel like a lot of stuff happens. And for us, a lot of stuff happened. Like my mental health was like at its worst at Mm -hmm. some of those points. Her mental health wasn't good. And since we were in this like sort of like obsession with each other because it was our first relationship, we really like got deep into that. Mm -hmm. Um we kind of egged each other on in like A lot of bad behaviors. And like, we helped each other a lot as well. Like, it was obviously really nice to have someone there to understand it. And I think, in terms of my mental health, and because it happened at the time of my first relationship, like, it was very helpful because I had someone there to understand and guide me through a lot of that stuff. And I think Mm -hmm. it was nice in my first relationship to have someone that just cared for me and was like taking care of me. But yeah, I think it's a weird one to like, be experiencing like this level of intimacy and intensity for the first time with someone Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm really happy that it was with the person that it was because I loved her very much and I think we were happy for a bit
0: yeah you definitely had a (laughs) lot of love for each other like if from my perspective
1: like Mm -hmm. it was
0: a very loving caring intimate relationship
1: um, yeah and I think and then just to to say a little bit on kind of a first breakup I think I haven't had any others <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to jinx anything but like <laughs> I feel like a first breakup is like like falling in love is fucking it hits you like you're like what the hell is happening but a first breakup especially for me because it was completely out of the blue like literally completely out of the blue was like what the fuck is this shit? Like, I was like, what is this?
0: It literally feels like your heart is being, like, ripped out of your body. Like, (laughs) that is just some unreal sensation. It's horrible.
1: It's literally horrible. And I just want to say about first breakups, since I haven't gone through it again, I don't know if this will change, but I think this is quite telling in a first breakup that you really truly truly believe because I truly believe this that I would never love anyone else like (laughs) I was like I will never stop feeling this pain and I will never love someone the way I loved my ex and like for a while that was kind of true I was like I was so miserable but then like it ends like and this is the beauty of it now that I've had my first one I'm like I know it ends it ends. Yeah. Like, now I'm like, you I can get through, get through it. it again. <laughs> like, fucking hell, I hope it doesn't happen for a while. Like, please, 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 God. <laughs> but, like, it hurts a lot. It and really just hurt. anyone that's going through a breakup, like, for your, your first breakup especially, just know that it ends. I swear to you, it seems like it's never going to end. Yeah. But I swear on my life, it will. Everyone will
0: literally tell you that as well. Like, everyone can tell you whatever you want to hear. <laughs> you can believe whatever you want to believe for as long as it takes for you to get over them but eventually mm. it will happen you can do it you can get through it you have so many other important things in your life you have your friends like really use your friends like they're there
1: to help you and yeah just... and i think also with fuzz breakups like it might kind of like pave your way on how you deal with breakups. So if if you go out and just start shagging anything that moves, like and you'll be like, yeah, this works So the next time you'll just do that but like anyone that's done that, like gone and just like tried to get over someone or like not even try to get over someone, try to get over something by just shagging loads of people. You know that it like works for a bit, but then you just start to feel really horrible. And so like I just wouldn't recommend doing that. I would recommend like doing the like more sad breakup things like let yourself just be sad and like eat ice cream and watch 500 days of summer every single day until you're not (laughs) crying about it anymore and then just like be like right shut up then like get over it like yeah you have to decide for yourself
0: that you want to get over it like you're allowed to have Mm. that period of like however long it takes to just lie in your bed and feel sorry for yourself but like the day has to come at some point where you're like you know i'm just fucking sick of this and i'm gonna get over it
1: so true and then one more thing i want to say before because i do want to hear your story hun Mm -hmm. uh i do want to say just real quick also in first relationships um and first breakups alike it is very important to keep your friends close Mm -hmm. Um, and this is for any relationship and any breakup because you don't want to like spend do what me and honey did and like spend your entire first relationship just ignoring your friends and hanging out only with your significant other and then comes uh, like the breakup comes knocking and you're like fuck uh my best friend is my girlfriend what do i do (laughs) so yeah like spend like your friends will be there the likelihood is even if you treat your friends like shit throughout your relationship they will be there because friends are just better than any boyfriend or girlfriend will ever be at the end of the day yeah they will never leave you but like just still try to not be a dick
0: and remember
1: that they're there like when the breakup comes you'll be so fucking grateful you have these people around you trust me like they can change everything yeah like really like hold on to your friends yeah
0: don't let it get to that point where you're like i don't have anyone like literally well you will have them exactly as maria just said but like stay friends with them the whole time not that you'll just stop being friends but like don't just ignore them like that's not what mm. being in a relationship is and i think that's also just very unhealthy in itself it puts a lot mm. of pressure on the relationship for um, sure so yeah that is something that i think we both learnt from our relationships Mm. i'm gonna give a little disclaimer about my story in that my ex knows fully what she did and everything i'm about to say is like we have discussed it many times she has changed a lot since this happened and i know she wouldn't be she wouldn't feel uncomfortable with me saying these things because she knows what she did and she's admitted it she's apologized
1: I think we might try to have an episode with Honey and her ex and kind of dissect the whole relationship because I feel like there's a lot of lessons and um, topics to be covered here. Mm,
0: Yeah, definitely. So, yes,
1: but um, anyway, Honey can give you a little cheeky little um, taster.
0: Yeah, so i will (laughs) just run through it quickly. Basically, we were together for around a year officially during that time we broke up a few times and yeah each time it was kind of like that horrible feeling like
1: so do you think do you count this is kind of an interesting question because I only had one breakup really do you count like sort of the first breakup as like all of the summation of breakups or is there like once or like is it just the final one or is there like one specific one that you're like that was like fucking (laughs) that hurt or like is it more of a summation yeah sorry
0: well I, I don't know it's really hard because we did break up officially and i would count that as like the main one but then there are other like small ones and it was more Mm. mine wasn't like a clear cut it was more like an evolution of like just (laughs) moving apart and like yeah so i'll explain so during that time we were together we broke up probably three times before we actually broke up and what happened is that we just basically had a lot of shit going on and Mm. (laughs) We both definitely had like some mental health issues as well. She had a lot going on with her family which obviously I will keep private because that's very personal but she just had a lot going on and I think that just made her really dependent on me and I'm a very independent person so it's very unlike me to be like sucked into a situation like that or like I don't know, it was a very Mm. new like sensation at the time. And I think I just felt very suffocated by the relationship. We kind of both spurred each other's misery on, I think. And like I'm Mm. definitely not proud of the way that I acted a lot of times in that relationship. And I think she would say the same thing that like the way she treated me was like unacceptable and very unhealthy and very toxic. And it made me miserable. Like I had I developed like a nervous twitch and like (laughs) it was just not a good situation uh so yeah it was just a lot of shit and very do you think
1: in in tying it back to sort of first do you think having that as your first experience sort of shaped you as in like did it make you wary of like wanting to get into something else did it Mm. make you like be like every it's always gonna be like this or be like it's never gonna be like this ever again (laughs) like what was kind of your take as that being your first experience
0: it's definitely all of those things like i would not wish anyone to have for that first experience and i don't think Mm. that she would either but after it happened i was definitely like i didn't see it like that it took me a long time to come to terms with it and then Mm. once i had come to terms with it i was like like i i never want that to happen to me again i never want to feel like this again and i was very wary of like ever developing feelings for anyone and mm. it definitely like influenced how i interacted with like people that i slept with or people that like i knew liked me like i probably didn't deal with that very well like i can think of a few instances where i've been just like a bit of a dick because i've been very guarded um mm. yes yeah, like a combination of all those things and then over time like I'm not saying that broke like I broke up with her and then that was the end of it like it was probably like a good year year and a half before things actually ended and like we still like saw each other all the time and like I think that was like my biggest mistake is that like staying friends with her and not like cutting mm. ties completely because it just made it very difficult and like I think something we'll talk about quite a lot is like when you're young you're very infatuated with someone and like if you go to the same school as them you see them every day and very very difficult to be like i'm not going to talk to them i'm not going to see them like we had Mm. similar friends like like we shared friends we shared teachers we shared like the same environment Mm. every day and we lived very close to each other i think it was just a lot of things
1: and also to separate the feeling of, like, I know this person isn't good for me with the, like, infatuation with them mm-hmm. as well because you have so little self-worth. You're kind of, yeah. like, you like, you don't recognize that maybe you do actually deserve better and you yeah. should walk away because it's it's just made that much harder by seeing them every day and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Um, and I, I just think it's interesting, like, your first um, relationship. And, like, I know a lot of people that have had, like, pretty, like have had quite intense first relationships or even just relationships along the way and like we can see how much they can impact people and um I don't know I just think it's important to like whether it's good or bad like you will have learned something like mm-hmm. I, I think even if like you did say you don't wish it upon anyone I think we can both see that you learn a lot from it and so yeah. did your ex so I think for that I'm like grateful as your friend because I know now that you have like all of these like life lessons under your belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely I, would, taken I also them would all. never wish it upon anyone yeah. to like see their best friend go through this kind of shit, but like I'm glad now that you have all these lessons that mm-hmm. like yeah. no one else could have the, the benefit of having or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um so yeah, yeah you will learn a lot but
0: I don't regret like being in the relationship. I regret mm. what I regret is like the way that I dealt with it after. Um Yeah. And like letting it go on for so long. But I'm definitely glad that it did happen in some form so that it was just Mm. kind of like a wake up call. And now I have like all these tools. I think if someone like struggles with like anxiety, it's hard, like, or like anything like that, it's hard to like attract positive people and positive like energy Mm. into your life. And I think if I hadn't had that experience, I wouldn't have those like tools. In my mind of like what I want to attract from now on and like how I want to be treated, I think I would probably still be in like mm. a similar situation. Not to say that I'm like perfect now and like I, I only accept like positive energy because that's definitely not true. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm definitely still learning a lot of things, and I think that's because of my first experience. so mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I know what you mean. But I
0: feel good but with also... like how I've how I'm dealing with it now. Like I feel really good mm. with like the progress that I've made. So. It's definitely a lot of that's good too
1: should we do a should we do a little quick fire first round yes i to think just we sort should. of close off the episode because i feel <laughs> like we got kind of heavy towards yeah. the end so
0: <laughs> we i think we should also just say that like this isn't gonna be like a completely like smutty sexy <laughs> like show we are gonna dive deep we yes. love to dive deep and <laughs> it's gonna be a good balance of the two i think and I think it's definitely important to like have light-hearted conversations about sex with your friends, but also like talk about those serious things as well. So we kind of just want mm. to encapsulate that in this podcast. So I will ask you some quick-fire questions. When was yes. your first wang?
1: I. I don't have a solid memory of a first wank, I'm afraid, but I do remember that when I was like 12 or something. I didn't know that I was doing something, I I, I thought I was doing something naughty, but I like didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't even wanking, I was just like, (laughs) I would like get into bed and like pretend that I'd like gone on a date with a guy and then like hug myself and like kiss my hand (laughs) and like pretend he was like feeling me up and like feel Mm. myself up and that kind of stuff but like it was more like I don't know but Yeah, that's all of what I remember, really. Do you have
0: a... Uh, a I also have, like, a similar thing. Like, I remember from, like, a very young age, probably, like, 10, being aware of, like, my clit and being, like, this feels really good, (laughs) like, when I touch it. But I didn't know that that was what it was. And then I didn't really do anything for a while. I think when I was probably, like, 15, I remember, like, discovering yeah i think i must years. have been like 14
1: or 15 yeah and i remember like around like, the time that i like started doing bits i think or maybe a little before probably but mm, um. yeah
0: i remember like coming for the first time and being like wow what the fuck just happened like that was insane and i didn't even know that that was what it was for like a while after as well <laughs>
1: um but yeah when was your first kiss my first well i already kind of said yeah, it, it to, with it. my girlfriend um, uh we'd like just kind of started seeing each other and we just kissed and yeah <laughs> what about you
0: mine was with a boy at party and he was like oh hello, let's go <laughs> i think this was like one of the first times i got drunk he was like oh let's go upstairs and like get some food and i was like oh yeah let's go and he like took my hand and led me up the stairs and then we like started making out in the like laundry cupboard or something like a laundry room but um (laughs) um I remember being like oh the art in this house is like really disgusting and he was like yeah (laughs) so true and then my friends came looking for me and they were like honey what the fuck like we can't leave you alone like what are you doing (laughs) And, like, the guy is still, I don't know if this is in my head, but, like, he's still kind of weird with me now, and I don't know why. He was like, oh, do you want to, like, suck me off or, like, give me a handjob? And I was like, no. And then he was like, okay. <laughs> and that was that. Cute. Yeah. So romantic. So cute. And then that kind of started, like, a spree for me of, like, just scattering with people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just unlocked something within me. <laughs>
1: What about your first STD, if you've ever had one?
0: Oh yes, I've had chlamydia. It was <laughs> so fun.
1: <Good> the
0: <laughs> clap. Except I swear gonorrhea is
1: actually the clap. Yeah, I swear gonorrhea is the clap, but that makes no sense. So in this podcast, we're gonna maintain that chlamydia is the clap.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I think chlamydia is like the best one you can get. Like you just have to take yeah, antibiotics it's like the and it goes away. And
1: like yeah it's like the starter for stds like nothing
0: happens as long as you get rid of it quickly like it's all good
1: (laughs) yes i agree my first std was also chlamydia and i got it three times in a row (laughs) but i will tell that story another time
0: (laughs) the only thing i will say is that the antibiotics are like the worst thing in the world oh yeah they make you feel so sick
1: yeah, try not to get chlamydia, guys. Yeah, like, don't try um, and get it. But,
0: I mean, if you do, like, it's not the end of the world. Like, I cried when I found out. And then I was like, oh, it's not that deep. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was really annoyed at you that you were, like, overreacting so much. I was just like, oh, come on. You can just get rid of it. Like, stop crying. I was crying because I was not like, dying. I'm going to have
0: call everyone that I've slept with and, like, tell them that I have chlamydia. Like, is so When sad. I got it,
1: I had to, like, tell three guys that i was like living with in the same place like we wanted the same house but it was like the same place <laughs> it was so awkward oh. and i had to see them all the
0: time yeah i had to call up my ex the guy that <laughs> i lost my straight virginity to and another guy to be like oh by the way <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh yeah times. and the guy Don't who get gave chlamydia. Me chlamydia have say texted sex. me like over and a year later being like, oh, hey, like, do you want to come over? I was like,
1: all right, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, chlamydia boy.
0: Yeah, fuck you, <laughs> chlamydia boy. First time doing that
1: yes well mine was with my girlfriend but like outside of that like the first time I ever it was okay well both of my first doing bits were both with the people I lost my straight and my gay virginity so like the first vagina I saw was to the girl I had sex with for the first time and the first penis I saw was to the guy I had sex with was the guys I had sex with for the first time so I don't have any good stories mine are just really (laughs) generic what's yours
0: mine is with this guy that went to our school, um, yeah, I don't really know what I was thinking with that, but yeah, it just happened bit of experimentation, you know, when you're young, never a bad thing.
1: but um one time honey gave someone a up oh under God. my coat and didn't tell me oh she my lied God. about it. Oh
0: my God. she lied to I'm me about so it and then confessed. <laughs> So sorry. Okay, I feel really bad about it now. I don't feel good about it. I'm sorry. It's fine. I actually didn't.
1: I don't actually care that much. You were so what mad
0: about... at the time, though. You were so <laughs> mad at me. I know. I think that was like the most mad you've ever been at me, apart from like at Pride. <laughs>
1: what about your first one night stand?
0: My first one night stand was also with the guy that gave me chlamydia. It was wild. We like, just did everything oh my god I this is such a good story done. and then oh my god i decided i was like 18 so i was like yeah i can like go out and do whatever the fuck i want but then it was like <laughs> three in the morning i had like 30 missed calls from my mom and from maria and our friend kiara being like honey what the fuck where are you are you alive and then <laughs> yeah, i just respond she ha, 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 ha. i'm covered in blood <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Like it had been hours of like honey just going on her first Tinder date. She downloaded Tinder that day, went to meet this guy. Didn't reply to us for hours. And then she finally replies. We had no idea where she was. Then she finally replies and goes, "Ha ha ha, ha, ha I'm covered in blood." <laughs> because she was on her period, but like I didn't fucking know that. To me that was yeah, just like, I'm dying. Was like I was kidnapped and I'm dying. <laughs>
0: uh i mean it's funny now it wasn't funny at the time (laughs) um this was also just like a classic example of me being like i'm gonna get over my ex and i'm gonna have sex with someone and then i decided to do that and it was wild we all go into this in like more depth (laughs) another time (laughs) and then the first time someone hit on you i literally don't remember Um, i think someone asked me out like while i was still with my ex like, just in public, and I was like, oh, yeah. But I even had a girlfriend. <laughs> I was probably just, like, mad at her and, like, wanted to get back at her by saying yes to this guy, and then I just blocked
1: his number when he
0: tried to text me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I have no idea. I really don't remember, but I, I do remember this one time this guy came up to me on the street. I was walking in Shoreditch, and he just came up to me on the street, and he was like, I like your jumper, and I was like, oh, thanks. And <laughs> I, I had a girlfriend at the this. time. And he's like, <laughs> yeah uh, do you want to have sex with me like straight up and I was like and I was like 16 like I was a minor and like um I had a girlfriend and I was like no sorry I have a girlfriend and he's like oh so you're a lesbian and I'm like no (laughs) and then I kind of just walked away but i didn't tell my first one night stand oh
0: yeah fuck tell her
1: (laughs) because i just looked because i i couldn't remember what it which one it was and i just i just looked i don't even know this is a one night stand because it was more of a one day stand because it happened in the middle of the day both of us completely sober not a drop of alcohol or anything in my blood i'd never spoken to this guy In my life, in person, only texted him. I was obsessed with him for God knows what reason. I just thought he was hot. He was in a band. I'd slept with one guy before this. And I just, I think I just thought I was the shit. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to come to your fucking house and take your virginity. And (laughs) yeah, it happened. That happened. It happened. He kept his clothes on the entire time. It was weird. And I didn't know what I was doing. He didn't know what he was doing. It was the middle of the day. It was so weird. Never saw this kid again.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well. I feel like that's a really good note to end on. <laughs> yes. Thank
1: you guys so much for listening to us. Yes.
0: We hope you enjoyed our first ever episode. And we will be releasing an episode every week. If you have anything yes. you want us to talk about, you can DM us. On our Instagram at Sextra's Podcast, or you can email us Sextra's Podcast at gmail.com and you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Honey Wyatt
1: and me at, at Madge hey Tills. So we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodetii. Produced by Mabel Productions.